0: Nathan Reuben died because he got brave, not the sustained kind of thing that wins you a medal in a war, but the split-second kind of blurting outrage that gets you killed on the street. He left home early, as he always did, six days a week, 50 weeks a year, a cautious breakfast, appropriate to a short, round man aiming to stay in shape through his 40s. A long walk down the carpeted corridors of a lakeside house appropriate to a man who earned a thousand dollars on each of those three hundred days he worked. A thumb on the button of the garage door opener, and a twist of the wrist to start the silent engine of his expensive imported sedan. A CD into the player, a backward sweep into his gravel driveway, a dab on the brake, a snick of the selector, a nudge on the gas, and the last short drive of his life was underway. 6.49 6.49 in the morning, Monday. The only light on his route to work was green, which was the proximate cause of his death. It meant that as he pulled into his secluded slot behind his professional building, the prelude ahead of Bach's B minor fugue still had 38 seconds left to run. He sat and heard it out until the last organ blast echoed to silence, which meant that as he got out of his car, the three men were near enough for him to interpret some kind of intention in their approach so he glanced at them. They looked away and altered course, three men in step, like dancers or soldiers. He turned toward his building, started walking, but then he stopped and looked back. The three men were at his car, trying the doors. Hey, he called. It was the short universal sound of surprise, anger, challenge the sort of instinctive sound an earnest, naive citizen makes when something should not be happening. The sort of instinctive sound which gets an earnest, naive citizen killed. He found himself heading straight back to his car. He was outnumbered three to one, but he was in the right, which swelled him up and gave him confidence. He strode back and felt outraged and fit and commanding. But those were illusory feelings, A soft suburban guy like him was never going to be in command of a situation like that. His fitness was just health club tone. It counted for nothing. His tight abdominals ruptured under the first savage blow. His face jerked forward and down, and hard knuckles pulped his lips and smashed his teeth. He was caught by rough hands and knotted arms and held upright like he weighed nothing at all. His keys were snatched from his grasp, and he was hit a crashing blow on the ear, his mouth filled with blood. He was dropped onto the blacktop and heavy boots smashed into his back, then his gut, then his head. He blacked out like a television set in a thunderstorm. The world just disappeared in front of him. It collapsed into a thin, hot line and sputtered away to nothing. So he died because for a split second, he got brave. But not then. He died much later, after the split second of bravery had faded into long hours of wretched, gasping fear, and after the long hours of fear had exploded into long minutes of insane, screaming panic. Jack Reacher stayed alive because he got cautious. He got cautious because he heard an echo from his past. He had a lot of past, and the echo was from the worst part of it. He had served 13 years in the Army, and the only time he was wounded, it wasn't with a bullet. It was with a fragment of a Marine sergeant's jawbone. Reacher had been stationed in Beirut, in the U.S. compound out by the airport. The compound was truck bombed. Reacher was standing at the gate. The Marine sergeant was standing 100 yards near the explosion. The jawbone fragment was the only piece left of the guy. It hit Reacher 100 yards away and went tumbling through his gut like a bullet. The army surgeon who patched Reacher up told him afterward he was lucky. He told him a real bullet in the gut would have felt much worse. That was the echo Reacher was hearing. And he was paying a whole lot of attention to it. Because 13 years later, he was standing there with a handgun pointing straight at his stomach. From a range of about an inch and a half.